This is Connor Fields, and you're listening to Pro Lacrosse Talk. Right off the bat, there's Lyle Thompson. Kylie O'Miller showing off those shifty skills. Driver driving hard down the alley, and he scores. What a goal from Josh Bird. Kayla Trainer fires to score. You're kidding me. By Dylan Ward. Gets topside, wrap scores. Welcome to Pro Lacrosse Talk on the Lacrosse Playground Podcast Network. Your go-to podcast for interviews with professional players, coaches, and executives, as well as the latest news and analysis from all three professional lacrosse leagues. Now, here are your hosts, Adam Moore and Hutton Jackson. We're here with Connor Fields, four-time All-American at UAlbany, Rookie of the Year finalist with the San Diego Seals, PLL All-Star, and newest member of Archers Lacrosse Club. Connor, thank you for joining us today. How's it going? It's going good. Thank you for having me. Excited to be on yeah, we're excited to have you. I know we've kind of had you penciled in uh, with a question mark, waiting to kind of hear where you would end up in this uh, 2021 PLL season. Um, I love the background, too, with the Great Danes. We're going to get into that a little bit, too. Uh, but let's go back a little bit farther to uh, when you first started playing lacrosse. Um, you know, your early days playing, growing up in East Amherst, New York. You went to Bishop Timon, St. Jude High School. Uh, when did you first pick up a stick? Um, so I first picked up a stick when I was six. Um, actually, my brother... I kind of looked up to my brother, you know, throughout my, I still do, um, and want to do whatever he did growing up. And he was actually getting into box across in Ontario uh, for Fort Erie Hawks. Um, and basically I was there and, and they were signing my brother up and, you know, I was really, I think putting up a little tantrum, a little fit or something, and, <laughs> you know, stirring up, <laughs> stirring up the pot a little bit. Um, and, and they ended up saying, you know, why not sign up the little guy too? Um, my parents, you know, talked about it quick and we're like, why not? And, you know, that's kind of how I got into it and, and, you know, still with it. So <laughs> knock on yeah. wood, it's going all right. <laughs> yeah. Just go, doing pretty well, I think for yourself. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, you know, yeah, you, you stuck around New York, headed to East to, to play for Scott Marr at, at Albany with the Great Danes. We hear from a lot of players that are on the pod, how much they love playing for Coach Marr. What really drew you uh, to you in Albany uh, to play for him? Man, well, yeah, I can't, I can't say enough great things about Coach Marr. You know, I think, I think the big thing for me was when I first stepped on campus, you know, just to visit, um, I already felt like home kind of thing, you know, and, and Coach Marr is, is really, you know, easy to be around, easy to talk to, you know, he's always there for you, you know, throughout, co- you know, everything, you know, if you have any issues, whether it's lacrosse related or not, you know, his door is always open. And, you know, I kind of, felt that and saw that when I first got on campus and was like, wow, this is, you know, this seems special here. And, and, you know, it was, it was even uh, before they were, you know, that power that they are now, um, you know, I think it was Lyle's freshman year and they're, they're having a, you know, 500 season or, or, or whatever the, that year. And I just knew, you know, this is where I, I wanted to be and, and who I wanted to play for. And, you know, I can't, don't, like I said, I don't have enough good things to say about him. You know, he's been, he's been great. And we still stay in contact and, you know, talk and, you know, I'll be watching the game today too. So, um, you know, it was, I can't say enough about them and about him. He's, it was awesome. Yeah, no, that's great. And, you know, you certainly excelled with that program. Um, by the end of your college career, you were second all time in NCAA history uh, with points at 364, only behind your former teammate, Lyle Thompson. Um, and that 2015 offense was a blast to watch. What was it like playing with Lyle as a teammate? Um, as a freshman man you know I don't think I could have been put into a better situation you know and and I learned so much from him you know on and off the field um, you know and and he's you know such a good guy too he kind of took me under his wing right as I came onto campus and 
um, was really, you know, was really great with me, whether it was on the lacrosse field, you know, show me different things here and there or off the field, you know, show me on film or, or even just hanging out, you know, he's, he's a really fun guy to be around. Um, but he's so easy to play with as well. You know, he draws so much attention, um, you know, cause he's Lyle Thompson. Right. So, <laughs> so, uh, you know, it was kind of like, <laughs> I just had to find a, find a, my role on the team and, and find a spot, you know, and I knew I just had to get open and he kind he sees the field so well, you know, so it's like, even if you're open for a split second, that ball is already in your stick, you know, before you even blink it's, uh, so it was, it was so fun to, you know, play with him and, and just, you know, get to know him as well too. But, you know, it was, it was awesome. And, you know, like I said, I couldn't have been put into a better situation. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you took the reins of the offense once Lyle left and, and, you know, your Albany career culminated with a final four appearance in 2018. We know you were dealing with uh, a knee injury a good bit of the season, but talk about pushing through that injury and, and bringing the squad to the final four. Yeah. You know, it was uh, a tough break, you know, I, <laughs> Uh, I always think about it and uh, you know we were number one at the time and just beat Maryland who was number two so you know we were having a great season and and you know I ended off strong too so you know it was just it was really tough at the time and and I remember I tore tore my you know when I tore it um, and I found out uh, after the MRI I was was right around Easter and and coach Mar called me and you know he knew the news too Mm because you know they they let him know as well and Mm -hmm. I remember the first thing he sent me was a list of you know, I think it was top or top 10 players to play on a torn ACL. Um, and, you know, showing me that, you know, people have done it before and, you know, it's, it's possible. Um, you know, I think Heinz Ward was on that list. I forget. There was a long list. Um, it was weird for sure. Cause I was only practicing Thursday and Friday and then playing Saturday. So I was taking those three days off, which, yeah. you know, it's tough and in a lot of rehab and, you know, just trying to keep the swelling down, but, you know, I, I don't regret doing it at all. I, you know, I, it was awesome just to be a part of that, you know, run we had to the final four and, and, you know, do it with the guys that, you know, you're, you're there with for all four years. So, um, yeah, it was, it was interesting for sure. It was, uh, it was tough, you know, because it wasn't the way, you know, I pictured myself ever finishing my senior year or finishing, you know, my college career, but, um, you know, like I said, it happened and, you know, I don't regret for one second playing on it and, and, you know, trying to do, you know, as best I could for, for, you know, my team. Yeah. They were lucky to have you. I mean, yeah, despite that, that torn, uh, messed up knee, you crushed it in the tournament, right? You made it all mm-hmm. tournament team and played phenomenally. So, uh, the, they were lucky to have you out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you get, certainly got the notice of some pro scouts as well. Uh, you were drafted by the Charlotte Hounds in the MLL. Talk a little bit about making the jump from college to the pros and how of, much of an adjustment was it? Yeah, you know, it's definitely an adjustment. Um, you know, I think you hear players talk about it all the time is is the quicker shot clock for sure. And mm-hmm. and the shot clock wasn't really in effect when I was a, a senior. It was, you know, if they if they called it, then you had 60 seconds, but mm-hmm. um, it was still. So so that was definitely a big adjustment just to, you know, and I love it. You know, I growing up playing box, that's how, you know, I and and at Albany, it's kind of fast paced. That's how we like to play, and you know, that's how I like to play as well. And so, you know, that was a little bit of an adjustment and also coming off the injury as well. Um, you know, the rehabbing was, was tough and, you know, going from off, you know, hurt just off surgery to, to that level of play, you know, there's so many great players, you know, in, in the, in the PLL and in the NLL and, you know, all the different leagues. So, um, you know, that was probably the biggest adjustment was, was that shot clock and, and, you know, you're going against like, you know, if you in college, everyone's got their number one defenseman 
Um, and, you know, some teams have their, you know, some very good defensemen as well. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, but, you know, in the pros, every single player, you know, who, no matter who's covering you, they were the number one defenseman on their team. You know what yeah. I mean? Or, you know, the number one offensive player on their team. So that was, you know, an adjustment too. just, to, you know, you're playing against the best of the best and, you know, it, it is fun, and it's, but it's definitely a challenge. Yeah, no. And you mentioned uh, your, your experience with Fox. You're playing with the Seals too uh, in the NLL. You had a, a great season where you were named uh, Rookie of the Year finalist. Talk about your experience uh, with Fox maybe before the NLL and now uh, in the NLL. Yeah, so um, I guess with Box before the NLL, I was playing in Ontario um, since I was six to probably around like 12-ish or, or around there. And, and I hate to say it, I hate to admit it, but I honestly stopped playing there because uh, I was having scheduled conflicts with uh, my little league baseball team. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hate to say that, but it, it's true. And, and then I was playing, um, event, eventually ended up, you know, stopping playing baseball and, and was playing on the uh, reservation around here on the Tuscarora reservation. I'm in the Seneca uh, for the Seneca War Chiefs as well. Um, so, you know, I've been very familiar with box, but, you know, it's definitely, you know, different playing in, in those leagues compared to, you know, the NLL where, uh, you know, like I said before with the, you know, professional leagues, it's the best of the best. So, uh, and with San Diego, uh, it's been, it's been great so far. You know, I love, you know, everyone on in the whole organization, you know, from the top down, you know, I can't, you know, speak, you know, highly enough about them because they've been great as it is and, and playing for such a great coaching staff. Um, and, you know, getting to learn from them and as well as, you know, some veterans on the team and, you know, play, just players in general, you know, just learning from all them this year. And it's been awesome. You know, there's definitely a learning curve for me. Um, and, you know, I'm still learning. So, you know, I was really looking forward to this year to, uh, you know, learn a little more and get a little more experience at that level um, and bummed out, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't play this year, but, you know, it's been, it's been awesome. And like I said, I can't, don't have enough good things to say about them because that whole organization is, is really top notch. You know, we're definitely eager to see you guys take the floor again this fall. Uh, we've been waiting a long time, uh, really hoping uh, that everything goes according to plan and we can see, you know, the NLL return to play. Um, let's go back to the PLL a little bit. Talk to me a little bit about your first season um, and how, you know, it, different it was playing in the PLL compared to the MLL in terms of, you know, kind of the off the field stuff in terms of media exposure, um, but also the playing experience a little bit too. Oh, I thought it was tremendous, you know. I think, uh, you know, even like you said, with the media exposure, um, mm-hmm. you know, we have, you know, like an app or whatever, and they're sending us thousands of pictures we could pick from in, and, you know, there, we had classes at training camp about how to go about, you know, social media, you know, how to uh, interact with, you know, your followers and stuff like that. And, you know, that was stuff that was so new to me that, you know, I'm still learning out, you know, how to do on those aspects, but it's unbelievable how they, you know, showcase their, their players in the game of lacrosse, you know, how they're promoting that and, you know, how they, you know, treat the game and also the fans. It's been, you know, tremendous to, you know, be a part of. And, you know, the playing aspect, it's been, it's been so fun. You know, it's the best of the best out there and, you know, it's a battle. It's a grind every, every week. And it's, it was, it's a lot of fun to be, you know, a part of it and, and compete with, you know, the best of the best. So it's tough for sure, but, you know, I'm enjoying every second of it and taking it all in. Yeah, no, you certainly had a great 2019. You're a human highlight reel, appearing on ESPN's <laughs> top 10 several times, I believe. Uh, you had the behind the back to Josh Byrne. You had the the fake to to the rip uh, against the Atlas. I mean, you you, you were, had a phenomenal year. Obviously, MVP candidate towards the end as well. Uh, contrast to this season, much shorter. You know, only a handful of games. 
Um, you guys did not have much time to really adjust between games compared to the week by week season. So talk a little bit about the bubble experience and, you know, any frustrations around the limited playing time down the stretch. Uh, what did you think of this season and how are you hoping to improve going forward now with the archers? Yeah. I mean, the, the bubble uh, was obviously great, you know, getting to play again, um, but it was definitely tougher, you know, um, really only had a couple days of training camp before our first game. Um, and then, you know, day in between each. So it was really, it was tough to make adjustments at the time. And, um, you know, it kind of went down how it went down. You know, I don't have any, you know, bad thoughts about it or, you know, I understood where the, you know, the coaches head were at when they, you know, decided to do what they decided to do. And, you know, for me as a player, you know, obviously you want to be on the field and, and contributing um, in any way you can, but, you know, my role, you know, for the, you know, playoff run, you know, was not on the field. So, you know, I was trying to make the best of these circumstances, um, you know, but at the same time, you know, it was definitely, you know, as a player, you want to, you know, contribute and, you know, make plays out there. So it was tough for me and, and you know, being away from my family too and, and stuff like that. And, and then going through that as well, uh, it, was, it was really hard. And like I said, you know, I don't fault the coaches at all. I think it was just a weird circumstance with, you know, a weird bubble situation with, you know, um, a couple, you know, I, and, it is what it is at the time, you know, maybe it had a bad, bad game or two, um, but, you know, it happened and, you know, it's behind us now. So, you know, I'm really looking forward to the opportunity, um, you know, to play with the archers and, and such great talent over there. It's, I've always admired how they play from afar and, and being able to be a part of it now is, is exciting. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously Chris, Coach Bates is, is really excited to have you a part of the squad too. So what do you think uh, about kind of playing with guys like Tom Schreiber, Will Manny, that the full, basically you have a stud all-star uh, attack unit, right? Already <laughs> with the Archers. So talk about kind of playing, playing with guys like that and your excitement going into next season. Man. Yeah. I mean, just, just looking at all the great players, you know, that I'm going to be able to play with. Um, it's super exciting. Uh, you know, you know, like you said, Tom Schreiber, Grant, you know, Will Manny, Holman, Ambler, Mazzoni, you name it, you know, they got, yeah. they got everything. Um, so it's, it's like kind of pick your poison right now. And, mm -hmm. and I'm really excited to be able to, uh, you know, be a part of it and whatever role they need me to do, you know, if, mm -hmm. like I said, you know, freshman year and growing up, I was always an off ball guy. So, you know, if I need to be off ball and, and finding lanes for, for them because, you know, they all have great vision, then, you know, that that's it. And if it's, you know, on ball, if they don't need me to beat my man and, you know, make a play, then, you know, I'm, I'm used to, you know, I could try to do that too. So I'm just really excited for, you know, the opportunity. And like I said, I can't thank coach, coach Bates enough for, for giving me this opportunity. And, you know, a bunch of the guys have already reached out and we've been, um, you know, in contact and talking and, and it's, it's a lot of excitement. So I just can't wait till, uh, to get the season going. Yeah, no, we're certainly excited too. And regardless of what role you're going to play on this Archers offense, we can expect some highlights uh, and hopefully some Sports Center top 10 moments as well um, in this season. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, hear a word from our sponsor, and then we'll dive into our five and five segment. Today's episode is sponsored by Ducan Supply Co. Ducan is a men's body care brand that features an array of military inspired products from their signature big ass bar of soap to their bourbon infused beard oil. I personally use their big bourbon beard oil that's made with a hint of buffalo trace. I like the oak barrel scent that it gives off, and it makes me feel good about my beard, even if it's not as nice as the one that Adam's sporting these days. As an Army Reservist, I also love that they donate a portion of their proceeds to U.S. veterans. So go ahead and check out Ducanon, use our code LAX10 to receive 10% off your order, and find your own signature scent. 
Welcome back to Pro Lacrosse Talk on the Lacrosse Playground Podcast Network. All right, so welcome back. Now let's dive into our five and five segment. Um, I'll start off with the lacrosse questions. And the one I like to ask and start off with is what are some pregame superstitions or routines that you have and how have they kind of changed over time? Um, you know, I, I don't have too many superstitions. Um, you know, I always have to, I guess I just have the same routine, you know, mm-hmm. before games, I always don't want to switch up from it. So, you know, I kind of listen to the same playlist, you know, obviously I have to retape the stick. You need the fresh tape, right? <laughs> um, and, and just kind of those things, you know, I try to stay, in a, in a good mindset, um, before the game, calm mindset and, you know, but, but then get really fired up before the game as well. So kind of different music styles and, and, but also doing my same routine every time is, you know, I guess that's my superstitions idea. All right. And you mentioned your stick. So my second question will be, what is your current stick setup? I know you're an epic athlete, um, but what are you rocking these days in terms of not only, you know, equipment, but also stringing? Yeah. You know, I've been, um, using the Epic, you know, with, with the Z1, you know, I lo- love it. It's, <laughs> it's been great with, you know, in the NLL as well. It's, I don't have enough great things to say. It's light, durable. And, you know, I, I do, my brother strings my sticks. So, you know, that's been, I guess something that I've done since I've been younger and he's in, he's in residency right now in New Hampshire. So I always send him out a couple of sticks for him to string and he sends them right back. And, you know, so I guess that's kind of how I roll with it. And you know what, it's, it's, <laughs> it's an awesome, you know, I love the Epic stuff and it's, it's, it's awesome. As you can see, we're in the Epic right now. Yeah, there you go. But a um, five line. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it's, that's kind of what I'm rolling with right now. Awesome. Yeah, no, uh, it, we've enjoyed our conversations with James and, uh, kind of they're, you know, just talking about the technology and how it's evolved, you know, even so much since me and Adam were playing, um, you know, and I, we like to think it wasn't that long ago, Adam, right? <laughs> you know, we're not, we're not too many, much, too many years older than you, Connor, but uh, it's just amazing to see how much the technology has changed even in, you know, five to six years from now. Um, and I'm sure, you know, it's just going to be continuing to be pushed forward going forward. Um, going off of that, I want to know what has been your uh, favorite venue to play lacrosse at? Um, it can be in your college career or the pros and indoor or outdoor. No, <laughs> I got to stay true to what's behind me. Uh, I think, I think the coolest thing uh, for us was when our first time hosting a uh, NCAA tournament game. So it was um, UNC coming in and I think they were raining champs that year and it was just, you know, special. It was pouring rain. Um, place was packed. I think it was sold out. Um, and, and even we took a, that big lead, maybe a lot like 10 or 11 to two or something. And it was pouring rain at halftime. And that was a score. You know, you think everyone would start, you know, leaving, you know, thinking the game might be over with, um, you know, obviously that's maybe some fans, not the players, but, <laughs> but yeah. And they stayed and it ended up, you know, they came back and almost, you know, almost came back to beat us. I think it was a one or two goal game at the end. So I think that was the coolest environment there. It was loud. It was, you know, electric and it, <laughs> it was really fun to be a part of. No, that's awesome. And then going off of that, more in-game stuff, who's been your toughest matchup to face uh, during your either college or pro career? It's a loaded question, right? I'm very sure. loaded, yes. There's, there's, a couple, uh, there's a couple really tough matchups. There's been some great D. I know, uh, you know a lot of people have great things to say um, about Matt Dunn. He, he's, he's really tough to go against. Tucker, mm-hmm. Tucker Durkin, you know, he, <laughs> he's not easy to go against. <laughs> um, you know, even, you know, I haven't had the chance to go against, you know, Eli Gobrek, um, 
but I've heard, you know, very great, very good things about him, you know, how tough he is to go against and same with, you know, McMahon with the archers too. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, there's a bunch of tough matchups, you know, I think each, each one's different in a different way. Um, Mm -hmm. So I had to have to, you know, give, give credit to them uh, for sure. And, and, you know, I think a lot of time they beat me up pretty good. So if, if I'm lucky to get one by them, then, you know, I'll take what I could get. Yeah. yeah. Well, the two guys them. you mentioned in McMahon yeah. and Gobrek, luckily you won't have to face them. You'll have to face them in practice and do some battles there, but uh, fortunately you'll have them on your side uh, going into 2021. <laughs> and my final one is uh, who's a teammate or fellow lacrosse player that you've leaned on as a mentor during your career. You mentioned Lyle kind of took you under his wing, but um, has it been him or anybody else that has really helped you in your career? Yeah. You know, I think it was, I would, I would have to say Lyle for sure. Um, coming into college, I was, predominantly just a finisher so you know I was, I was a crease guy and and strictly off ball you know that, w- that was just my game how I was and and coming into freshman year I knew that um you know that was still gonna be my role but I think Lyle was great and and kind of showing me different things on on with you know with the ball and, and even in practice you know pushing me to you know I think a lot of time he just you know had me dodge a lot in practice just to get used to it so um mm-hmm. And he would, you know, give me pointers here and there, you know, try this, try this, um, and this spot at the Island, try this, you know, so all that was, was awesome. And like I said, I can't thank him enough. And I, you know, I don't think I'd be the player I am today without, uh, without him. No, that's awesome. And we're certainly excited to see him in the PLL, uh, this summer as well. Still waiting to see what team he's going to be on. I think we all have a pretty good guess, uh, where he'll go in this entry draft, but still waiting to see on that. That's awesome. I don't think there's any room on the uh, attack line with the archers. I think you guys are, are, are complete on, on that side of things. But. Which is saying something when you're talking about Lyle Thompson, too. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll take over for the off-the-field question. So you're obviously on the field a lot playing and, and, and whatnot, uh, but talk about some hobbies or activities you enjoy doing when you're not on the field. So uh, right now, you know, we got we got two puppies over here, nice. uh, Husky and a, and a Golden Retriever, so been spending a lot of time with them um you know I enjoy being with them and 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 you know around my family and girlfriend around here as well so you know if we just doing that stuff and, and hanging out with friends you know we like to play Mario Kart so we'll do a lot of Mario Kart nice. um you know just some of that stuff you know darts we're big darts fans so um just doing stuff like that you know I guess kind of bar games you know foosball right. stuff like that you know all those type of games we, we love to you know play those and you know there's always that competitive edge in all of us you know yeah. whether family or, mm-hmm. or friends whatever so you know we always make it interesting you have a pretty nice uh, bar setup too yourself don't you i think you got it renovated recently i was looking on instagram or something <laughs> yeah yeah we put it down in the basement uh <laughs> i know my family and friends are gonna be over here uh uh we got some lights down here too so they'll, ha- they'll have the blue and orange on for for games this summer so yeah it should be pretty cool it's <laughs> awesome uh number two Who's a athlete in a different sport currently uh, at the pro level or college uh, that you really enjoy watching right now? I'd have to say Tom Brady. Um, you know, I think, you know, he's, he's definitely the goat and uh, you know, he's just so fun to watch, you know, everyone, I think he gets a lot of criticism, you know, just because of how good he is. Um, you know, he's getting all this, this, and he just continues to prove everyone wrong and, and I'm a Michigan fan as it is for, for college. So, you know, him coming from Michigan, special spot for me, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he's just so fun to watch. And like I said, he proves everyone wrong and, you know, proves all the naysayers wrong and that he just comes out and plays and, 
you know, the, the way his mindset is and how hard he works, you, you can tell off the field, keeping his body in shape too. I think he's really someone, you know, I look, look up to and, you know, love to watch as an athlete. Yeah. He's the most uh, talked about. I think well, when that question comes up with guys in the league, I think Tom Brady's probably, what do you say, Hutton? He's probably the number one answer. Yeah. Him and LeBron, you know, and I think that's, you know, just a testament to you guys as professional athletes, you kind of recognize, you know, the greatness in other sports. Um, but yeah, I, I think him and LeBron are the two that are always <laughs> talked about. Yeah. LeBron would have to be number two for me. There, so. we go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Uh, number three, favorite spot to, to vacation. Oh, favorite spot. Um, I like the beach. So I, I would have to go somewhere like, uh, Cancun or something. So, or, you know, something like that where, you know, all inclusive would be nice, uh, you know, on the beach. That's, that's my type of, you know, vacation is just sun yep. and, and, you know, the beach. That's all I need. Good stuff. I'm so eager for it to be summer already. I'm, I'm a big, big beach guy too. I live near the beach now. That's how much I like the beach. So I'm definitely in that camp as well. <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah. We got the snow over here about six to eight inches. So uh, yeah. We've been getting snow too. So yeah, I'm in Jersey. So hopefully that's why I'm hoping it was like, can we put winter aside and, and you know, get to the, the summer weather? I know you get some sunny days. I'm like, I can't wait for, you know, yeah. I can't wait. There, there, there are certainly no beaches in Baltimore where I live. <laughs> <laughs> you can come visit Adam, Adam and our family would go to ocean city, uh, New Jersey. So, um, you know, definitely plans to, to come visit right Adam this summer. Yep, at the yep, beach. That's for sure. Hey, just yeah. make a beach in the backyard, get some sand in the yep. kiddie pool and we're good. There you go. <laughs> done deal. Done deal. Right. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, number four, favorite meal, and you prefer to cook or or get takeout? Oh, favorite meal! Wow. Um, I pr- I'm not a great cook, to be honest with you. you know, I could cook breakfast, like okay. I can make omelets and stuff, but you know, I find a way to burn pasta. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm more of a you know a takeout person. Uh, probably not the healthiest. You know, I really like pizza, which isn't great, so I try to limit that. Um, but if, if it was something healthy, you know, I really like Chipotle, so I could eat Chipotle probably 24 seven and meal, lunch, dinner, you know, so, so, um, yeah, I'd probably go with Chipotle. That's, that's my go-to meal. Good stuff. Uh, and, and my last off the field question, you know, with quarantine, hopefully it's wrapping up, but everyone's been cooped up inside. You mentioned, uh, you, you got two puppies, so I'm sure they take up a lot of your time, but any books, TV shows, podcasts you'd recommend? Oh, um, yeah, I mean, the dogs take up a lot of time. We try out new shows all the time. Honestly, we've been looking for new shows over here because we, you know, kind of ran out over this COVID, you know, yeah. like you said, being stuck inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for a reader, I'm not too too much of a reader. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know where to point you in the direction there. But uh, for a show, I don't know, but probably my go-to show, it's an older show, but I could watch it over and over again. It's Entourage. You know, that's my, that's my go-to. It's a classic uh you know even even if i know what's happening i still enjoy watching it so um that's probably my favorite show for sure oldie but goodie that's a good one yeah for sure (laughs) what's your favorite character from entourage i don't i i think turtle's hilarious so turtle's one of mine yeah (laughs) he's he's, it's you know he he makes every show you know makes you laugh too or or drama just say drama is another good one i always call my brother johnny drama because they're they remind me of each other you know just goofy in that aspect but uh yeah it's 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 a great show that's great um and then my final question you know that wraps up our five and five we always like to end on is uh, what is some advice that you have for a young player looking to one day play lacrosse professionally? You know, dream big, I'd say. Um, so, you know, I think that's a big thing for, for me is, you know, 
see yourself in these moments um, about, you know, watching your, you know, other players on TV, but see yourself in those moments. I remember going to the backyard and, and pretending I was, you know, Mikey Powell or, you know, these players and, and also, you know, just always keep a stick in your hand. I know walking around, you know, doing stick tricks, all that stuff, just get comfortable with it. Cause you know, if you're not comfortable with it off the field, you're not going to be comfortable with it on the field. So, mm-hmm. you know, just always keep a stick in your hand and, and, you know, just trying different things you know, that's, that's what I always did. And, you know, some, sometimes I get lucky for sure. So <laughs> I mean, but that's, that's what I do. So um, yeah, that's what I would say. Awesome. No, I think that's great advice for our young listeners. Well, Connor, this has been great. Uh, we're certainly looking forward to seeing you suit up for the Archer Orange and then eventually also uh, with the Seals again next fall. But uh, best of luck training for this upcoming PLL season. Hey, thank you so much. And thanks for having me. Today's episode is sponsored by Ducan Supply Co. Ducan is a men's body care brand that features an array of military-inspired products from their signature big-ass bar of soap to their bourbon-infused beard oil. I personally use their big bourbon beard oil that's made with a hint of buffalo trace. I like the oak barrel scent that it gives off, and it makes me feel good about my beard, even if it's not as nice as the one that Adam's sporting these days. As an Army Reservist, I also love that they donate a portion of their proceeds to U.S. veterans. So go ahead and check out Ducan, use our code LAX10 to receive 10% off your order, and find your own signature scent.